0: reviewing tv shows and films dishing out sports picks and dimes providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in become a paid subscriber to preston super show at anchor.fm slash preston's super show slash subscribe thanks for listening and god bless while you were at the State Department, not at the White House and the Vice President's office. You were, for two years, the managing director of the Penn-Biden Center. And just ask if you were aware of any reason why classified documents would have been packed and brought there while you were there, and whether you would be available for an interview if the special counsel requests. Uh, The short answer is no, just as you heard from... President Biden, uh, about a week ago, I was surprised to learn that there were any government records taken to the uh, the Penn-Biden Center. I had no knowledge of it uh, at the time. Um, it was reported that Republicans have so-called plan to prioritize payments if Congress fails to address the debt ceiling. So I want to be very, very clear here, as I have been, as the president has been, very clear. Uh, this is not a plan. It is a recipe for economic catastrophe. Oh, wow. As President Biden has made clear, Congress must deal with the debt limit... And must do so without conditions. This is the basic, the basic duties of Congress is to deal with this issue. And let's not forget, in the that's last a, administration, meaning Democrats and Republicans, the basic were able duty. To this is the the basic three basic function. FTX and SBF are not an exception; they're a rule. Literally, 90 9% of crypto is a scam, criminal activity. I mean, Madoff had the Ponzi scheme. A few thousand people lost their shirts. Oh, he's comparing crypto. FTX alone out. was one million customer. In the U.S. alone, there are 40 million people who have invested into crypto. Mostly young people or people who have lower income or minorities. And none of them, 99% of them, did not buy Bitcoin at 1,000 or even 10,000. Most of them got FOMO. 2021 when it was skyrocketing oh. from 20 to 30 to 50 to 69 and 99% of them bought well above the current market value so they oh, lost their shirt. Man. It's a nightmare. And that's just Bitcoin alone. The other ones have fallen Call by out 90, 95%. There. Out of 20,000 ICOs officially 80% were a scam. Russia is good. just uh, continuing to act in ways that are almost unbelievable. So the brutality which yeah, We've what's your plan? To spend two and a half what's your plan? Yes. Helping the Ukraine war effort, we uh, okay. have the intention to join what you are doing with Germany on the Patriot uh, project, uh, so the air uh, defense system. Uh, I think that is important. Strengthen the combat component of the navy, the aerospace forces, and the strategic missile forces. Russian spokesman up. Dmitry Peskov left the door open, however for high-level talks between Russian officials and the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, William J. Burns. It could be excluded, of course. This dialogue is useful. I don't know the exact dates. It'll be a mild recession, largely because the stimulus and other things, even though the feds raise rates, you see the uh, the capacity of the American consumer to keep going. Well, you know the vibe here, because everyone is fairly on the bearish side. Everyone's talking about global recessions. Everyone's talking about recessions. But oh, of course, yeah, when I talk okay. to people and ask them about their business, they seem to think their business is okay. So everyone oh. here seems to think the other person has a problem. Oh, everybody the else has got a problem. is that we are near recession. Oh, you have a problem. Some executives I've talked to, we are in a recession. Are you surprised by that, Tom? Until you talk to, as we said off camera, until you talk to them one-on-one and they're all like, oh, my business is great. Oh, wow. What is this one-on-one shit? They get them one-on-one. Now we got you one-on-one, buddy. Yeah, now you're going to tell us the truth. Yeah, we got you one-on-one now. So, yeah. Oh, you're doing good? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So pretty much calling everybody a liar. And I know on these shows that people go on there, these big, big uh, finance shows, and they get speaking fees to go on there. And that's all good and well. But it's just funny to hear, like, oh, no, when we talk to them one-on-one, they're doing great. They're solid. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, we want names. We want some names. And he goes, well, you know, know, banker, you know. Oh, yeah, well, what's the bank supposed to say? Oh, you're not going to get your money? Oh, yeah, you know, things are looking good. People might not get that dough. Might have to lock the dough. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> let them come bang all they want bang all you want so i'm not understanding is everyone a meatball like is every like it's just a bunch of meatballs just popping off now like what is happening here so we have the press secretary come out and she says oh they have to raise the debt ceiling it's gonna be an economic catastrophe then she says in in the last administration right she doesn't say Trump administration which was the prior administration she says in the last administration you know they did it three times bam 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 Wap, bop Bowie gone done they handled it and no that wasn't them handling it that was the Democrats running it through because they had control at the end of Trump's term Um, and and they were going to push it through no matter if he vetoed it or not Operating under this false pretense that, oh, well, they've just, you know, kept raising the debt ceiling, no problem. And it's a basic function of Congress is not true. That's that's not a that's not a fact. The Constitution does not have a balanced budget amendment, but the Republicans are proposing one, which is not a bad idea. It's really not, because if you think about it, something has to be done. Uh, about the deficit it the the country is going into trillions of debt faster and faster um and it, it that cannot be sustainable uh in in an economy where the job market is not uh, steady right now. so we have to focus on the home front and that's very hard when you have, Ukraine's Interior Minister among at least 14 killed in a helicopter crash and they're putting uh, they're putting this up because the main thing that we're seeing is the carnage and that was the only thing Biden was able to muster up out of that speech there where he sounded just completely tired and uh, in other news Rapper Flo Rida wins an $82 million lawsuit against Celsius Energy Drinks. And you know what was crazy about this when I read it was. Initially. Initially. They wanted about. 30,000 bucks. Isn't that crazy? How that escalated? Usually it doesn't work that way. That's usually not how it works. Usually, whatever you ask for, they won't give you more. At the beginning of all this, you heard Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. He gets up there. He's trying to distance himself from President Biden quickly, right? And the documents keep rolling out. It's not over yet. No, it's not. And this is how I truly feel. People are using the media to turn us against each other. To get us to pick sides. That is the truth about the debt ceiling. It's been going on for years and years and years. Do you want your debt raised? No. There's your answer folks. Leave the party politics on the sideline. Where they have left us for so long. Please and thank you. After the break. I'm giving you my. NFL divisional. Round. Picks. For the playoffs this weekend. It's going to be. Fire, boy. What a lot of people don't understand is the playoffs get here at the right time. And now you have. I mean, who would have thought Jacksonville Jaguars show up? They're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Wow. Who would have thought this was the game we were going to get? Folks, I can't believe it. Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I picked them. I will say that you heard on the last podcast. I said, okay, Jacksonville's going to win this game. I went out on a limb. I had a feeling there's some energy there. There's no energy with the Los Angeles Chargers. It feels like there was just nothing. I couldn't pick up any vibe off them. Give me the Jaguars. They get a quarterback that doesn't quit. Then the team will usually pay that back. Come playoff time if they make it. They did. Here's the scenario. The Jaguars don't have one guy that can stop Travis Kelsey. If this was the Kansas City Chiefs without Travis Kelsey in the picture. And he was on some other team. Then I would be like Jaguars. Because, you know what I mean Everything else is pretty even But because they don't have a guy That can stop Travis Kelsey They're going to win this game Now it's going to be close It's going to be close This is going to be like Razor thin margin Because the Jaguars are fired up And they're going to play in Kansas City Which is not even going to be that bad It's actually going to be probably You know, 40 degrees or something For this game so, no. It, I mean, if, if it does rain, then that benefits the Jaguars. They're used to that playing in Florida. So, you know, this could really end up being a game where they could sneak it out. But I'm going to stay with the safe bet. Kansas City Chiefs win this game. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for five touchdowns. And Travis Kelsey is going to catch three of those touchdowns. But the Jaguars are going to keep it going. Because... The way, the way their offense is built, they're gonna score points. I see I see Trevor Lawrence throwing for three touchdowns. I see them running two touchdowns in and I see them barely losing this game by a field goal. Give me the Chiefs. Next up, we have a real good contest staying on Saturday. Two days away, New York Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. NFC East battle, the third time these teams are going to meet this season. Now, everybody's going to want to say the Giants are going to sneak it out. The Giants are going to sneak it out. They're fired up. I don't believe that. I don't feel that vibe from this team. I don't look at Daniel Jones as that type of quarterback, but Jalen Hurts is on fire. They have two receivers, one in AJ Brown who's going to completely dominate. He's going to completely dominate in this game. And the reason he's going to dominate is because the Giants are are soft in the secondary and they're going to give up a lot of yards. Then their linebackers are slow, so they're not going to be able to keep up, but they have some fire in their belly right now after beating the Vikings but I'm telling you right now the Vikings were a defeated team they were walking around defeated they were already beat and they, they, they really didn't deserve to be in the playoffs and a true Vikings fan is going to be happy with winning the division but the Philadelphia Eagles they're going to win this game in dominant fashion they're going to win this game in such dominant fashion that the New York Giants are just going to be quiet. Quiet sideline for them. This folks is going to be quiet. There's no way they're going to be able to compete with the Eagles this game even early on. This Eagles team is a quick start team. They're a fast start team. Right off the bat they want to get going. They understand that if they can start fast and finish fast, they're going to win their games. That's how they got the number 1 seed. They're all rested up. They're all, you know what I mean? They're all in tune right now. This is a team that's all in tune. And they're coming to win this game. They got to win a playoff game. To feel like they did. They had a good season. To feel like they had a complete season, they have to get a playoff game under their belt. They need Devonta Smith to step up. They need... Oh, my goodness. They need so many guys to just step up in this game and just do their job. Don't let the spotlight get to them. Dallas Goddard has to make some plays. I mean, they got to get guys involved. They got to get some guys, you know, really, really into this. Because otherwise, they're going to have egg on their face. I'll tell you that right now. Tell you that right now. Egg on their face. take the Eagles in that one and then we'll move to the Sunday games and here's another real gift for the Buffalo Bills at home against the Cincinnati Bengals and folks I mean it doesn't get smoother of a ride for them right now at home now this is a team that's overcome adversity DeMar Hamlet going down And, you know, since he's recovered, God bless him. God bless his family. And God bless the Bills. Because this is a franchise that's never been able to win a Super Bowl. So, when you're looking at this Bills team, they have some heavy hearts, right? This is a cold game. These teams are built for it. But what I'm trying to portray to you is that it's a hard game to pick because the Bengals are going to play with intensity and in, in their fire. And Joe Mixon's running the ball pretty well. And then they have talent on both sides of the ball. Well, their defense has been pretty good. Their offense is scoring a lot of points. Receivers are getting the job done, holding on to the ball. T. Higgins I mean, guys are stepping up for Joe Burrow. He was in the Super Bowl last year. So you're talking about someone who's been there. And he wasn't able to get that Super Bowl victory. But he has this Bengals team. Focused on football. And my question is, I'm seeing things in the media where like Josh Allen's responding to this with Tom Brady and. All these other things that are circulating around the Bills is like how much of their mind is on football? That's what I have to ask. Because of what's taking place. So with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mix and all this talent on this Bengals team and everybody's just dismissing it. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game. I think their defense is going to drag this out. I think Baltimore played a really good game last week. I think everybody's dismissing Baltimore. Look what Miami did against the Bills. Miami really could have won that game. And we we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So I like the Cincinnati Bengals because I am confident in Joe Burrow because he I just feel like he has this team so focused on football. He has everybody around him. Everybody that believes in this Cincinnati Bengals system is so into football. And they're winning. And on the Buffalo Bills side, I still feel a lot of the nerves. Even after that win against Miami, I still feel a lot of nerves with this team. And I'm just not completely sold that they're going to be able to pull this off. Because I'm just feeling... Uh, you know, some, a little bit of hijinks around that franchise. And most importantly, most importantly, that the Bengals are a well-built team that everybody's overlooking. In the next game, we have the Dallas Cowboys coming off a fresh Monday night win. Wild Card Monday. Super weird. Where they pulled off a massive victory. Over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady walking around defeated. No one communicating with him. You know the whole everything was falling apart. The defense kept them in it. The defense forced, I believe, three three and outs, and the Buccaneers couldn't do squat with the ball. I mean, f- come on now, you gotta you gotta do something with the ball, you know. And they're blaming Byron Leftwich. That's not on Byron Leftwich. Look at Tom Brady's face. Look look at the actions. They speak louder than anything else. And then no one's talking to him. There's no communication on sideline. He just goes off. He's adrift on the pirate ship. So now you have the Dallas Cowboys who beat up on the Buccaneers, fired up, coming to play the San Francisco 49ers who just took down their rival, the Seahawks. And that felt good. You know, they had to play them, you know, one of those weird situations got to play a team three times in one season, but they did it. And the main thing about them was they looked good doing it with Brock Purdy. And this is surprising for me to say, no rookies ever done this and, and gone all the way and won it going. There's one thing winning it is a whole, that's a whole different ball game folks. No rookie's ever gone all the way and done that at quarterback. Other positions, yes. But not at quarterback, no. So, when you're looking at Brock Purdy, this is a winnable game. Because right after this game, you get to go to the NFC Championship. Then between the Eagles or the Giants. Whoever comes out on top of that, that's a winnable game for the Niners if they make it that far. But once they get into a situation, if they make it to a Super Bowl this season, then the AFC side is stacked right now. And unless they somehow ended up against the Jaguars, I, I wouldn't see it happening. So there's some possibilities out there for uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl right now. But I don't see that uh, bearing any fruit. This season, I think you're looking at Kansas City versus Philadelphia, and I think, you know, that will play itself out this week. You'll you'll start to see who really wants a more distance themselves. But for the 49ers and the Cowboys, that's my pick for the uh, high scoring game of this weekend. I think there's going to be the most points scored in that game. Because I think both teams are going to feel that elimination fear from each other. And then after that little bit of fear is in them, you're going to see the points start piling up. And both sides have the talent there. But the Cowboys are a little bit banged up. Like, you, you know, keep that in perspective. As we know, the 49ers are down to their last quarterback before they have to call up the water boy. But, I mean, you're really looking at. A 49ers team that is peaking with really whoever they throw back their quarterback. So, a uh, Brock Purdy coming out of nowhere, playing like this. Uh, there might be something more to it. We'll have to see this weekend. Everybody wants the hidden gem, so here's the hidden gem. The Face of the World documentary on Tubi. Really good. Three episodes to it. Cool series. You'll learn a lot. Full of knowledge. You'll have a big knowledge brain after this. And you'll learn a lot about Marco Polo and his adventures. Uh, this is a really good journey. And uh, also something you can really appreciate. A lot of historical value here. Thank you for listening to Preston Super Show. Just like the hands of time. I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37.4. Thanks for staying over for the prayer. Today, we're here to edify St. Wollston the Bishop, a Benedictine monk, and I'll start this prayer off. God, Light and Shepherd of souls, you established St. Wollston as Bishop in your church to feed your flock by his word and form it by his example. Help us through his intercession to keep the faith he taught by his word and follow the way he showed by his example. Amen.